Hello, Emerging Writers. Welcome. We're so glad to have you join us again on, what is this, week three of quarantine? I'm losing track of the days at this point. Um, I don't even know what day it is, what month it is, what year it is anymore. (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Stephanie, and I'm joined by my sister, Jordan. Hi. Today, we kind of thought we would talk about um, writing prompts. Uh, It was suggested to us in our Discord group that we kind of go over them because there are different types of writing prompts that you can find, I guess, all across the interwebs. Um, Not all of them are the same. They're not all created equal, and they are helpful to different people. Like, you won't necessarily find all of the different kinds work best for you. Yeah, not every type can spark creativity in different people. Just like last week, you know, we talked about how there's something different and creative about everyone. Writing prompts kind of flow into that. You know, you have to have something different to get everybody's mind working. Yeah. Uh, The first one I think of is like single words. That can be like a mood or an object, location, something like that. What do you think about those ones? Um, On occasion, I've used them. I don't know. I'm very particular in what seems to work for me with writing prompts. I guess I kind of hold them to maybe too high of a standard to be useful in most cases. Um, I don't know. They've worked on occasion for me, but they're not going to be my go-to pretty much ever. What about you? Um, I think I've tried doing things where I like work an object in or a random thing or place, but I don't feel like it worked very well for me. I have a hard time using writing prompts, so. I think ones like those are helpful as uh, a generic writing exercise, Like you just want to kind of get your mind started in that writing flow before you start working on whatever project you're working on. And more often than not, I'm going to write to go work on the project I'm working on. I don't usually necessarily find it, I don't know, not necessarily not beneficial to kind of get the juices flowing beforehand. I just don't usually make the time for it. So yeah, I don't either. If I'm writing, it's for a specific project to be read by other people. So it's, I don't have just like folders of stuff I've written just because. Like I don't journal or anything either, so. Mm -hmm. On occasion, I've gotten like a spark of inspiration for something very specific that I wanna get through for to like convey a certain mood or vague idea. Those are usually more introspective, I don't know, more emotional type pieces that are very, very short, maybe a page or so, mm-hmm. but they're not sparked from a prompt. It's just a random idea that pops into my head. So I have a couple of those, but they're very few. And usually I'm just working on a full piece. Yeah. In sort of a similar vein, I think, you know, there are visual prompts or whether it's like a picture or a video you can watch, maybe a song that's not visual, but, you know, there'll be uh listen to this and or look at this and see what you feel about it. I know my daughter in her music class does that. They'll listen to a song and they're supposed to draw for the period and see what creativity it sparks with them. Since she's been uh, doing school from home now, Mm -hmm. I had to, you know, become a music teacher and get into all that. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. They had some pretty cool songs and I was like, oh, yeah, I got to download this. This is great. (laughs) But I think I kind of use songs sometimes as inspiration if I find something that really fits my mood of my story. I'll listen to it on repeat for a while. And I kind of do pictures too. I'll make like mood boards or 
have different pictures saved on Pinterest to just kind of spark my imagination. And, you know, the story I'm working on right now, I've got a board for it. What about you? Pictures can be really helpful. Um, I obviously also have like a Pinterest board. It's more for scenes usually or specific character descriptions. In my creative psychology schooling, we did stuff like that where it was a slide of pictures. You had a certain amount of seconds to just write down everything that came to mind when you looked at the picture and it helped you just make associations and think outside the box. So it's really helpful for getting creative juices flowing for sure. Um, In that specific sort of way, I haven't used it for my writing. Yeah, I don't think I've... Yeah, I don't think I've sat down and picked up a picture and then written something based on it, but I definitely when I'm trying to do my visualization, I'll gather artistic things Mm -hmm. to go with an idea that I already have. I see a lot of list prompts um, or like understanding your character type prompts of Mm -hmm. here's a list of things for you to figure out about your character, write a scene where your character does this or that, those sorts of things. I never really use those either. (laughs) Yeah, I... I don't use those much. I've tried to do the like filling out a questionnaire about your character sort of things to get to know them. And like it's helped a little bit by giving me some little bits and pieces I didn't notice about them or stuff I can use. But I definitely don't just write random stuff that's not going to go in the story often. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll write out like a a scene that's not going to be featured but it's part of the story and it's maybe something that'll come up in conversation later. So I want to have it written down. So I have a full understanding of what happened somewhere. There's one that sticks out to me with stuff like that of like, describe what's in your character's uh, fridge. And I'm like, well, my stories are usually in like medieval times. So they don't have, they don't have cartons of milk. (laughs) There's no electricity. They don't have a fridge. Um, I mean, I guess I could translate it, but I don't know. It ha- it would have more to do with like socioeconomic status as opposed to any sort of character quirks, really, yeah. which in the case of that original prompt suggestion, it can also reflect socioeconomic status. But in like if you're setting it in today's age, it's probably also going to showcase some something about the character themselves outside of just how much they make. Because we have the ability to get resources like that more easily. Yeah. I have a hard time thinking of that sort of thing unless I'm in the middle of writing an actual scene. Mm -hmm. Because then, you know, some random food or something will pop up in my head. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I should use that. But I can't just sit and, like, picture their fridge and then write what's in it. I can't do that at all. (laughs) Or, like, what's in their purse. I'm like... I can't do that with my own fridge, and I look into it every single day. Right. Like, I don't know what's in there. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those ones don't work super well for me either. So as far as ones that are, like, trying to set a scene for you, Mm -hmm. I can think of two ways that I see this handled most often. And one of them works really well for me and is my go-to for writing prompts and one of them doesn't work at all the one that doesn't work at all for me is the ones that are like so and so does this this happens because to me you've just told me what happened and now we're done this scene is over 
So the ones that work for me that are also supposed to spark a scene for you um, are ones that are actually like part of the scene, like maybe a line of dialogue or um, like an action that someone is doing, like one sentence, one line, very short, but something that was taken straight out of a scene. Yeah. So now I can build on it as opposed to something that felt very finite and finalized already. Yeah, I haven't been able to write any that have been the first one, you know, where there's just a completed idea and then I'm supposed to write about that. That doesn't do much for me, but dialogue or stuff like you said pulled out of a scene, that really works well for me because then I kind of can picture my character saying it and it puts me deeper into a scene. Mm-hmm. It's throwing you into something, and so it's easier to start working with it, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, those work really well for me. I really like dialogue prompts. Those can be really fun when it's like kind of character banter. Mm-hmm. Those can be fun when there's a couple sentences and you have to figure out who's saying it and where to throw it and what they're talking about, especially if it's kind of vague and you can just make it about whatever you want. It's like reactionary or something. We did do a writing exercise once as like a small writers emerging group that met and there were like several aspects about a character we were supposed to describe like makeup on the spot, like their age, Mm -hmm. a secret about them that they don't want anyone to know, some sort of descriptive about them or something like that. I don't remember. It was like their gender. Yeah, their gender, their age, a secret about them they don't want anyone to know. And there was like a fourth thing. Their location maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I think that might have been it. Yeah. And then, so you did it for like three characters, and then you were supposed to write a scene that conveyed all those things without specifically describing it. So you were working on um, character development and portraying things to the reader in a creative way, I guess. Yeah, it was kind of like showing, not telling, sort Mm -hmm. of an exercise with that. Yeah, and also like creating a character on the spot, which was pretty fun. I really (laughs) liked it. It was really interesting going around the room and hearing people's character ideas. We didn't get super far, so not everyone was able to write the scene. We kind of ran out of time. (laughs) Not everyone meaning me because I got like performance anxiety and then I got really nervous. (laughs) There were other people too that just like – it. Not everyone works as fast as everyone else, and we had a finite amount of time, so. Yeah. It was fun listening to the stuff other people came up with, because there were some really out-of-the-box things that were thrown out. I'm curious now that I'm less anxious if I would be able to do it better. Well, maybe when the world isn't dying, we when can, we can do actually group see sometime. other people again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's always Skype. Yeah. We just, we just would need to get a group together. True. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. And then we don't have to leave our house. So we're happy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Getting out. We had it at a coffee shop and I was like, oh, okay. Got to leave the house again. <laughs> <laughs> I have to put on pants. <sighs> Got to look presentable to other people. <laughs> it was pretty fun though. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And we got to meet people that we didn't know beforehand. So that was pretty cool. Did you use any writing prompts so far for for this month while you were writing? Like, did you get stuck at all and try to look something up to help? Um, Not so far. I haven't gotten really to the point where I don't know where my story's going yet. I haven't had a lot of 
time to do writing. I've been doing other stuff at home, but I've gotten a bit done. I probably will need to look up something pretty soon because I'm about past the point of girl meets boy and then they Mm -hmm. figure out where they're going on their journey, (laughs) you know? I have literally the whole time not known what I was doing. (laughs) I've had like three scenes in my head, one for the prologue, one for the first chapter, and then one for like way the hell further in. Yeah. So I've just been kind of uh guessing it every single day and hoping I reach my word count goal. I still have like 300 words to write today, which isn't that much and I can do it and I will. Just don't know what I'm doing the whole time. I need to sit down and like talk with someone because that's like bouncing ideas off of people is the best way for me to organize my thoughts and figure out if a story feels like there's cohesiveness going on. Yeah. You know, because I have a lot of vague ideas about it, but I have to talk to people to start solidifying them in my mind and like workshopping them. Yeah, I feel like you really have to. Yeah, I feel like you really have to talk to other people to narrow down what's going to blend in or what's just a random idea that's floating around in your head. You have to be able to pare it down quite a bit Mm. to workable things. I mean, I can do it on my own. It just takes way longer. Yeah. There's something about talking to other people that really gets everything flowing and figures the story out. When I talked to my friend about my story, that's where I got all these visuals that I've got that I need to get written down. So Well, it's because you're able to get that other perspective from yeah. like either their questions or their comments or their suggestions. And you like that sparks ideas for you that if you're working just on your own, you might eventually still get to that same idea. But because you didn't have that shortcut basically mm-hmm. of getting someone else's like viewpoints and life experiences and whatever it takes you much longer to get there yeah it's nice also you know because it's somebody that's detached from the story so they don't have the same things you're clinging to you know Mm -hmm. they come out come at it with just a completely blank perspective on what might be cool with the little information they do have rather than getting so bogged down in all the stuff that goes on in a writer's head trying to build a story Mm -hmm. that's I think Another one of the pluses is they think of those things that you've just got too much going on in your head to come up with. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, in in its own way, you know, shoehorning back into writing prompts, (laughs) (laughs) um, they're kind of intended to help you get past that kind of fixedness of thought by giving you a new idea. So it's kind of trying to step in for having anybody else to help Mm -hmm. you think of new ideas or depending on yourself to try and think of a new idea so that you can write but it's just tricky to find the right one for you sometimes and it can be easy to go like fall into that rabbit hole of the internet trying to find something and now you've spent five hours or the whole day and you've not written at all because you've just been trying to find something that's helpful (laughs) yeah oh I've done that a lot of times before same (laughs) I really have to avoid like Tumblr or Instagram when I'm trying to do writing because I'll get so sucked into just random stuff and (laughs) the endless scrolling. Yep. (laughs) You know, I've read that you can turn that off in Tumblr. Oh. You can turn it to pages. So you reach an end and you have to go to the next page. I I feel like that's a little bit better for me 
having pages because then I have a better meter of how long I've been doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because endless scrolling sometimes I don't realize how long it's been and then I try to go back to the top and I'm like, oh, this is taking forever. You <laughs> but... should look into it. I don't get on Tumblr very often, but I've gotten on recently and saw like three different posts about that exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure it's a thing that you can change. I'll have to look into it. That's cool. Well, I guess you can go do it now. I think that just about wraps us up for today. Yeah. Because you have uh, kids asking for kisses and food, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. I almost wish we'd gotten it on recording, but my son totally busted in here and was like, uh, will you give me a kiss? <laughs> <laughs> and then asked me to make him food. And I was like, well, there's like three other adults in the house that you can ask. I don't know why you came all the way outside and around the back of the house to do that. But right. we have our own little building in the backyard. Like, yeah, we're not, not even... in the house. Yeah. <laughs> he had to come so far out of his way to ask me to make him food. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's how we survive the quarantine, I guess. Food. <laughs> yep. It's how I survive a lot of parts of my life. It's kind of a problem. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Man. I've eaten so much on this quarantine. <laughs> it's not even funny. We've gone out and gotten takeout from so many places just because I'm like, well, I was snacking all day and now I don't want to cook. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I guess if we're doing the whole passing the question off thing, what sort of prompt formats work best for you guys? Do you have ones that you prefer over the others? Do they all kind of work the same or do prompts not work for you at all? Let us know. Um, join us on our Facebook group or our Tumblr or our Twitter. And we did just recently start up a Discord that's not officially affiliated with Writers Emerging, but you're sure as heck still welcome if you want. Yep. Just let us know your name if you'd like us to add you in. We kind of talk about stories, brainstorm with each other. It's kind of fantasy related at this point because that's what the majority of the people in it work on. So... But we have people that are working on non-fantasy related stuff. We've got someone Me. working on like a Jane Austen romance. Mm -hmm. So it's basically just there for people to help each other and just kind of chat and, yeah. you know, have It's fun. just a really good format for chatting, I feel like. Yeah, it's working a lot better for us than a lot of the other places. So just message us and let us know if you would like an invite and we can get you set up with us if you'd like. Yep. But uh, have a great rest of your guys' week, and we'll see you in, on the next one. Bye. Bye.